Yo, 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 what is up with thee? Welcome to the Cryptips podcast. My name is Liam Ross at Cryptips Liam on the Twitter. Um, we'll get straight into it today as um, quite a bit to go through, but mainly centered around one question or topic of which is one that I heed caution with as it's a leading question or a question that asks for bias by nature. Um, but what is or what are the cryptocurrencies of the future or as the name of this episode is entailed, what's in the bag? And of course, uh, again, as I say, this is a leading question. It's asking me to provide you with an opinion, something of which I believe is the case and of course is not necessarily true. And it comes with that very boring but serious disclaimer that this is my opinion and it's not to be construed as financial advice. And people that do or have the loudest voices in a sense of a particular currency are the people that you should stay clear of in my opinion. Um, But anyway, what's in the bag um, today's episode? So again, I'm going to be very um, rational about this. And and these are my choice currencies. But of course, there are others out there. Importantly, though, I'm not going to go too much into each one, because the point in these podcasts is to give you a little bit to go on, of which then you go away and conduct your own research and um, sort of sell it to yourself. Um, So first of all, and I'm not going to go too much into this one because previous podcasts have been dictated to um, this currency as uh, as a whole, um, and that being XRP. Um, again, I've been through the, the benefits and, and cons of XRP um, in previous podcasts, but for those that perhaps haven't have listened, uh, XRP um, being uh, the, the token of which could be used um, for on-demand liquidity across borders. Um, and without going too much into that, um, specifically, uh, I want to talk about um, in relation to XRP, um, what happened today with uh, Jed McCaleb uh, dumping the largest volume of XRP onto the market, um, I think since records began, uh, 38 million XRP um, sold today, of course, previous uh, previous podcasts and episode listeners will know that Jed McCaleb uh, now uh, is the owner and founder of Stellar Lumens or XLM. Uh, and, and as part of this um, sort of changing from Manchester United to Manchester City, as it were, um, he is now selling off all of his XRP holdings of which he accumulated during his time and um, when he left Ripple as part of his settlement or um, leaving present, if you will. Um, but the the dump the dump specifically today um, that took place, yeah, thirty eight million XRP of which at the time uh, of just before um, this newfound influx of XRP come back onto the market, we were sat at sixty one cents. Uh, and of course, this amount of volume um, on, into any currency um, is going to cause a ripple. Um, no pun intended, um, but it's going to cause um, a, a serious uh, effect on the market and that did happen but nowhere near as what serious as what you might think that volume would inflict um dropping from 61 cents to 53 cents uh, and finding support 
uh, and uh, a lot of buying volume at 53 cents and uh, again those that um, are involved in the group chats and that talk and you know have regular contact with me the um, uh, watching graphs like USDT to uh, XRP on Qcoin uh, or other exchanges is the best way to see um, not only changes in price but also uh, selling and, and buying volume um, as per the order book and what we saw here was um, a significant um, selling volume with Jed's dump and then other a few other people followed suit as does tend to happen um, but then it was then followed by um, a, 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 a sustainable amount of um, buying volume uh, of which has now seen us uh, retest back at 56 cents of which is where we are at the time of recording so um yeah xrp first one that's in my bag um i hold quite a, what i would consider is a, a reasonable amount of xrp um previous podcasts will tell you why now moving on to the next in the bag and that'll be polka dot or otherwise known as dot and again i don't want to fill you with too much i want you to go in and look for yourself but polka dot and the unique selling point of it um, is its economic scalability and how it uses common validators or um, common uh, principles within uh, blockchains to secure transactions across a variety of different blockchains so polka dot the versatility of, uh, of the currency itself um, is is what it, it sets it out in terms of its it, a major benefit to the consumer. Um, security wise, um, it's again run by its users, and with, with that, it comes under a really really important piece within cryptocurrency of which I feel is uh, not spoken about enough but the user experience uh, of a crypto uh, and also how engaged its users are with it and Polkadot is um, a currency of which is completely and utterly peer-reviewed um, it's powered by its users uh, and with that it creates uh, a really user-friendly experience so yeah the, the terminology UX or, or user experience um, can typically be denoted uh, across uh, many different platforms um, but but specifically in relation to a currency how user-friendly it is and Polkadot ticks all of those boxes. Um, so I would absolutely encourage you to have a look further into to Polkadot. I, I made a, uh, a, a another entry point into Polka today. Um, as what I'd probably consider a small amount, but um, only f 15 uh, dot of which at the time was again a wider um, dip being seen across the wider cryptocurrency market and uh, at the time of my entry uh, was at $24 uh, and now sitting at around $26.50 at time of recording so timing very important um, when you're buying cryptocurrency uh, I made my entry point in relation to uh, market activity that I'd seen in the last few days DOT was at $32.50, um, which I believe was an all-time high just a few days ago. Of course, that's going to be followed with that inevitable um, retest, but um, I, I felt that the bottom had been seen at $24, which at this stage um, seems to be the, the way to go, but of course, still an ever-changing thing. Next, 
Cardano or ARDA. And again, moving really quickly through because a bit to get through. The, the main um, unique selling point of Cardano being that it's open source and without getting too technical on what open source means, but it sort of does what it says on the tin. It's the uh, development platform was created on an open source basis. So it was contributed to by multiple developers. Uh, and with that, it has multiple different opinions within uh, the cryptocurrency space um, combining into um, this form of currency of which uh, the, the main benefit that the open source platform has laid um, has laid privy to is the proof of stake benefit or um, otherwise it, it, what comes under the real-time gross settlement Venn diagram and real-time gross settlement is how quickly payments are settled in real time uh, and derived from uh, RTGS is the concept of proof of stake so how quickly can a payment be honored because of course when you make a payment in a cafe or um, or a supermarket and you use a debit card, um, of, you make uh, a, 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 a payment uh, of which covers that bill, um, but it isn't actually physically settled until it goes through um, that that payment ledger, whether it be Visa, Mastercard, or whoever the the payment um, carrier is. Um, so it, that that. What I'm trying to get at that transaction there for a period of 24 hours, it's ultimately paid, but it's not settled as of yet. And with Cardano, the, the proof of stake element is um, is settled settled almost uh, in, in real time. Again, I say almost in real time. These things are always permeable to a few seconds here and there. Um, but Cardano and today, and as is what was spoken about previously with XRP, all currencies are susceptible to dumps or orchestrated dumps or people selling in large volumes and today investing.com um oversaw a large sell-off of cardano i believe at the time was um out around all-time highs uh 93 cents uh, and and with investing.com's um big sell-off similar to that of jed mccallab's um saw a 20 percent dip um on in a 24 hour uh volume so in in 24 hour price should i say so again these um these events these dumps of large amounts have serious ripples and it happens in every single currency and with that it presents an opportunity so on that dip uh cardano or arda was another bag that i added to today Lastly, um, or last a few more, but um, lastly, in terms of what I refer to as a developing currency, um, HBAR or under the Hedera Hashgraph network, um, the without again, I, I'm trying to be specific to the audience, and I know a lot of you guys are just coming into crypto. It's a new um, a new world, and I don't want to get too technical, and I want you to research these terms in your own time, but there with under the hashgraph or with using hbar under the hedera hashgraph network it's the concept of low latency and latency is um for example you're playing a game of fifa and your connection keeps lagging um because you might have a 
um, low latency, but you have a low connection to um, whichever ISP that you're using, whether it's a Wi-Fi router or um, or, or a fixed internet connection or whatever. Um, but having using having a low latency transaction it sort of gives it a different context. The transaction itself does not require latency. So the the concept, as I say there. Um, when we're talking about a games console, it requires a high amount of latency of which the bandwidth of your Wi-Fi modem is not providing um, the required latency level. Hence why you get a lag and maybe a, a, a PlayStation controller chucked through uh, a television. But with uh, HBAR, um, the lack of latency it requires to send a transaction is its unique selling point doesn't require a big connection so therefore with that you can think that it can connect areas of lower infrastructure developing countries places with lack of fiber internet connection etc etc it's backed by big tech um, google ibm boeing uh, fpos who are the, one of the biggest payment uh, merchants in new zealand where i'm based at uh, and if you're backed by these big players and you have these relationships on the table when you're such a small um, player in the cryptocurrency industry, I think that bodes tremendously well for you. So HBAR 100% one for the future. I put stars and asterisks under that one and around it with uh, with with cream and cherries on top and so on and so forth. Um, lastly... And I've left this last for a reason because, again, in line with my audience, I know that people are just starting out and this is um, more... And in order to see the gains that I think that we'll be seeing on this currency in a few years, it requires a larger investment. Thus is its value. And that is, of course, uh, second largest cryptocurrency in terms of market share, Ethereum or F for short and f's at the current time of recording uh are just over seventeen hundred dollars um i had a chat with a couple of people last week and the week before and was uh, banging to the hills uh, about the the prospects of f uh, in terms of a store of value uh, and at that time um of discussing uh, f with uh, i think two or three people uh, at the time of that discussion where it was around a thousand and fifty dollars and yeah merely a merely 10 days later we're um we're at, uh, f as a currency is up seven hundred dollars um or per per individual unit and Again, it heeds all um, the previous cautions. Only invest what you can afford to lose. Um, of course, when a currency is worth more, it requires you to make a more sizable investment for you to see the gains that could potentially be there. And a lot of legitimate cryptocurrency traders and all the more legitimate crypto traders on Twitter vehemently back S uh, and its uh, its relationship specifically with Bitcoin uh, and how uh, it closely follows uh, the Bitcoin um, price. But also with that, its potential for growth being there's a there's a saying that a couple of these people on Twitter um, that I respect and again, look, look into it yourself. But um, a lot of people say that 50 Ethereum now in five years time um, will make you a millionaire and on the basis of the growth that we've seen just in the last two weeks it would be a pretty sound 
assessment. So yeah, it requires uh, a larger uh, chuck in to see the the full value, but realistically, Ethereum in five to seven years can reach 50k each reasonably. Um, currently sitting at $1,700. Now, cool, that's enough um, for today. I wanted to try and get through as much as possible and not ramble on. Um, so I'm going to ensure that I do that. Um, big uh, developments coming up in uh, the next couple of shows. Um, we're going to have uh, a bit, I'm going to have a bit more time to do some content um, and a bit more back in to do that as well with um, a sponsorship um, looking to um, look after me and ensure that we prov- continue providing you or hope to be continue pro- providing you good content here onwards. Thank you. Bye-bye.